0: Former Trump aide Garrett Ziegler Maybe Ziegler calls the January Six Committee Total Hoes and Thoughts which I does that sound like a bad thing to you guys? They're Bolsheviks, so they probably do hate the American founders and most white people in general. Garrett Ziegler, a former aide to embattled Trump advisor Peter Navarro, says in the recording, I'm sorry, he was an aide to Peter Navarro. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Days after meeting with the January 6th House Committee, a former Trump administration aide published a bizarre, sexist, and homophobic tirade on telegram. And we watch it? <laughs> it? Says that his username is not found. So I do indeed have Telegram. Don't don't think I don't. In <laughs> the rambling 27 minute recording if it's a recording it's bound to exist out there all right let's find it i want to watch it made not all fucking 27 minutes the fuck are you doing I can get you, I can get you like a minute of it pretty easy here. Bolsheviks, so they
1: probably do hate the American founders. And most white people in general. This is a Bolshevistic anti-white campaign. If you can't see that, your eyes are freaking closed. And so they see me as a, uh, a, a young Christian who they can try to basically scare, right? And so today was just a lot of, a lot of saying that I am invoking my right to silence under executive privilege in the Fifth Amendment. I'm the least racist person that many of you have ever met. Uh, I have no bigotry. I just try to see the world for where it is. Oh. I have no uh, sort of army to hit back at them, right? Because I'm the young guy in the room. and Had it- the audio. Had the audio right here.
0: My stupid ass. There's two parts to it.
1: Let's listen to all this shit. Bolsheviks. So they probably do hate the American founders and most white people in general. This is a Bolshevistic anti-white campaign. If you can't see that, your eyes are freaking closed. And so they see me as a uh, a, a young Christian who they can try to basically scare. Right. And so today was just a lot of a lot of saying that I invoking my right to silence under Executive privilege in the fifth. But minute. go, off, Queen. I'm the least racist person that many of you have ever met. By the way, I have no bigotry. I just try to see the world. You know what that means. Where it is. I have no uh, sort of army to hit back at them, right? Because I'm the young guy in the room, and they're not even going after any other young people. The the other young people in the White House are total hoes and thoughts like Cassidy Hutchinson and this Alyssa Farah hoe bag, who are just terrible. I mean. They have no. Like Minsky said,
0: hands on my knees, shaking ass on my thought shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no clue what they're saying. They're Bolsheviks, so they probably do hate the American founders. And most oh, oh likely- we're back at
0: the beginning now. Here's here's another clip. Here's another clip. We got more recorded because I
1: don't give many notices.
0: Oh, because I'm not a oh. fan.
1: I mean I can't listen to that guy for
0: sorry sorry I can't I can't let that one fly that'll get me that'll get me a, a, a bannerino on the twitch apparently not on YouTube though YouTube loves some homophobic slurs And, like, so Twitch is cool about it, though. You tell them, like, what you're doing. You did it in a, you know, like, I'm covering bigotry and shit. Like, they give your channel back. It's no big deal. There's no strike against you. But it just did take some time. You know, you may not hear, like, I I may not hear back in time for the show tomorrow if I was to get banned tonight. I don't want to have to go through that shit. I I saw the word on the screen. I'm like, oh, oh stop that from happening even though like hey i want to be able to cover every fucking thing yeah 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 i want to and like that's the thing when the when the groipers called in that one time and they're like the dude asked me you know what is an f word and like i said it numerous times i said it myself didn't even fucking think and like fucking like, I made jokes about it and shit, and asked the dude why he didn't like sucking dick and stuff. Like, <laughs> but then I then I, then my channel went dead, and it was a whole it was it was a whole thing. I had to had to let Twitch know what happened. There you go, Uh, the January 6th committee hoes and thoughts. You guys thought I was crazy when I'm talking about how the January 6th committee's hoes and thoughts. I'm not gonna fucking throw a story on you where somebody calls them hoes and thoughts, come on.
2: The Department of Homeland Security Inspector General has now told the Secret Service to stop its own investigation into the potentially deleted text messages requested by the January
0: six committee.
3: It's a really significant development. Let's get straight yeah. to CNN law enforcement correspondent. Don't the don't
0: now? get now, to investigate, investigate yourself, motherfuckers. According.
3: And this is according to a letter
0: mm-hmm. you
4: obtained. Is that right? What can you tell us? This is a letter reviewed by CNN and what it says that the Department of Homeland Security Inspector General has directed the Secret Service to stop its internal investigations into what happened to text messages related to January 6th that may have been deleted. The Inspector General wrote uh, that the Secret Service should stop investigating this matter. Uh, That includes obtaining devices. That includes uh, ceasing any interviews because the Inspector General feels that this effort is compromised with the Inspector General's own investigation into what happened to that agency's text messages. The letter adds to this growing tension, this growing complication for the Secret Service, uh, and particularly tension between the Secret Service and the GHS Inspector General over, again, the potential that there were text messages missing from this very crucial timeline, which the Secret Service has continued to say uh, if there were text messages, they were inadvertently lost due to a data migration. Uh, this is certainly uh, very complicated for the Secret Service, Poppy and Jim, because we know that that there are other oversight bodies who are now requesting the Secret Service investigate this themselves. They have uh, requests from the House Select Committee to look into this. They now are under uh, direction from the National Archives to investigate this. So uh, certainly adding to the tension here, uh, a very complicated situation for the Secret Service. Back to you. Oh, and it's important to note, this letter came in Wednesday.
0: Wednesday. Brought me to the park. I always love going to the park. The park is lovely. To ensure the integrity of our investigation, the USS must not engage in any further investigative activities regarding the collection and preservation of the evidence referenced above. This includes immediately refraining from interviewing potential witnesses, collecting devices, or taking any other action that would interfere with an ongoing criminal investigation. The Secret Service is being criminally investigated. Uh I, I don't think anybody else buys the data migration bullshit story either. Speaking of bullshit stories. Trump is illegally raising money. And the FEC is allowing it. A suit alleges a liberal super PAC is suing the Federal Election Commission for allegedly uh, allegedly letting Trump fundraise and campaign before formally declaring himself a candidate. While Donald Trump hasn't officially announced his candidacy for 2024 presidential election, he is raising lots of money for a potential campaign, and that's a problem according to a new lawsuit. The suit, filed by Liberal Political Action Committee, American Brigade, oh, um, American Bridge, claims that the Federal Election Commission has been turning a blind eye while Trump and his team continue to postpone an official presidential announcement, all while fundraising and holding rallies. Campaign finance laws overseen by the FEC require those who raise or spend more than $5,000 for a campaign to register as a candidate. While the suit contends that Trump is the one uh, building an arsenal of funds illegally, it's directed at the FEC, which American Bridge argues hasn't stopped Trump from fundraising for a campaign that technically doesn't yet exist. Jessica Floyd, president of the American Bridge, said in a statement shared with People that the organization is filing suit to hold Trump accountable and stop his illegal campaign advantage. All a insurrectionist in court apparently got destroyed and buried by the evidence when he took the stand. This, this knuckle, fuck, chuckle fuck over here. An an accused Capitol rioter, who in the past has openly described himself as a loudmouth, ain't nothing wrong with that, reportedly had a difficult day in court when he decided to take the stand at his trial. As described by NBC News' Ryan Riley. January 6th defendant Matthew Bledsoe got buried by the evidence he generated when he tried to defend himself in court on Thursday. Bledsoe, who was facing a felony count of obstruction of an official proceeding and multiple misdemeanor charges related to the January 6th riots, tried to argue that he had no idea that Congress had been in session to certify President Joe Biden. He had no idea that Congress was in session to certify Joe Biden. And honest to God, we don't teach civics in this country. I believe it. I fucking believe it. Prosecutors made quick work of his claim, however. They demonstrated that he had received updates from his wife and brother about congressional proceedings inside the Capitol on the day of the riot. And that he had also attended former President Donald Trump's speech at the Stop the Steal rally, in which he mentioned Congress would be certifying the results of the election. Prosecutors also confronted Bledsoe with texts he sent to his wife saying that it was good that bombs had been planted near the Capitol, and also a message in which he boasted that he stormed the Capitol. (laughs) Oh my God! Oh my God! Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? In both cases, Bledsoe tried to argue that he didn't really mean the things that he was saying in his own messages. Well, I didn't say the things I said. Assistant U.S. Attorney Jamie Carter, however, said that Bledsoe's words clearly showed that he knew what he was doing was wrong. You do not storm somewhere you have a right to be. I don't storm my friend's house when I go over for dinner. Carter, I disagree with you. I will storm a friend's house for dinner. Sparkles stormed my house many a fucking time. For dinner, for breakfast. One time she came in, she's like, why aren't you cooking pancakes? Don't forget to watch the Friday Night Freak Show. Tomorrow night I will have my lovely co-host, Sparkles Lavendar. Ten PM Eastern Seven PM specific time. I I dispute what you say, Coach Carter. Depends on what they are serving. Okay, fair enough, Drake. Really? Just go straight to your fridge and take an inventory. Is she, like is she a diabetic? I'm sorry, I like I I I assumed a gender. Are they a diabetic? Is it possible that, you know, without food they can pass out? 75 degrees? That is awfully fucking nice, media witch. It feels really good here to be honest with you. We had storms move through. The heat wave might have subsided for now. Are you saying you always had beef enchiladas in your fridge? I mean, I'm a chimichanga kind of guy, right? Because, like, Mexican food is pretty much the same shit. Oh, it was, it was Dustin that was telling me about the fridge. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I only see, like, one message at a time over here. Had to know what you kept in your fridge. Oh, wait, wrong, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with enchiladas. I'm just more of a chimichanga because when you get a chimichanga, it usually comes with guacamole. You get your pico, you get your, you, you get your fucking like, you get some cheese sauce, beans, rice, like has every fucking thing. And they fried that motherfucker. They deep fried that motherfucker. So you get like a crispy fucking outer shell. Fan fucking tastic. You guys know how to derail me every time it's fucking food. I demolished those fucking cheese uh, sticks during the January 6th hearing. Oh, for those of you who don't know, President Joe Biden tested positive for COVID. We are now on Biden dies of COVID watch Other Hit Foreigner song? What are you talking about, does? Other hit they have I can name hits for days. You wanna be a jukebox hero? You're as cold as ice Uh 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 feels like the first time Feels like the very first time. I'm sorry. I like I I've, I've made other people in the house slam doors now cuz they got really fucking loud. Singing <laughs> foreigner too. We had a whole conversation about foreigner the other day. She does not like foreigner. <laughs> but how dare you other hit. That's just, that's fucking insulting. For those of you who may be new to the channel, uh, usually I do a rundown of the news. Sometimes I get distracted. Usually it's by food. Sometimes wrestling, wrestling talk will get me distracted. Video game talk, that happens every now and again. Sometimes we just talk about the weather apparently. It don't feel bad here. Am I sure she was talking about the band? Well, I don't. Th- I don't think she's like racist. I don't think she's like they took her jeeps. <laughs> so no, 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 no. I don't, I don't think she's. She was like upset with like immigrants or anything. We were literally talking about the band where I was also singing badly then as well. I was also singing badly then as well. Hey, Justin, are you trolling? (laughs) Oh, so my mom loved Foreigner. And uh, one time... uh, 2017, 2018 or something, Foreigner was with maybe like 38 Special or REO Speedwagon or somebody, and then like Jason Bonham's Led Zeppelin experience, and I was like, my mom would fucking love this, this is like right up her fucking alley, like I was like, I wanted to go to a real concert with my mom. And, uh, like, I, like I messaged her about it. I was like, Hey, let's go, let's go see Foreigner. And it might've been Foreigner and Journey. Like it might've been Foreigner and, the, and Journey with the, you know, the little uh, Filipino dude that like does a fantastic Steve Perry impression. And my mom also loved fucking Journey. And then the Led Zeppelin experience. It was one of the, one of those, but it was Foreigner and Led Zeppelin experience. And I was like, my mom fucking love this shit hey mom let's go to fucking nashville and go see uh the shows at the Amphitheater. i've been to it a gazillion times down by the riverfront and uh like my mom just poo-pooed all over it she's like oh. i was like we, we can get good tickets and we can get seats down towards the stage or we can like pay like only like $25 to get like lawn seats or some shit. $30 tops, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. fuck you. Don't you dare call Steve Perry. Like I I'll sing you some Steve Perry solo hits. Get me don't go get me singing O'Sherry up in here. I had the chance to see Peter Frampton. And uh I didn't go. I kinda wish I did go. That was when I was with the crack whore. Oh, did I tell you guys that the uh, the crack whore that I brought up many times, my my ex-girlfriend. When I, when I was at the height of my drug usage as well. I was I, wasn't, I didn't like the crack very much. But she she passed away in 2020. And uh, just found that out just a few days ago. And like you know, I didn't like fucking did bother me at all. And I told my friends, and they got really sad. And I'm like, "Wait a minute, you're sad?" And like, he's like, "Yeah, dude, she was really nice to us. Like, she was cool. I got like, we liked her." (laughs) Oh, Steve Perry's been a little dick. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about band drama. I don't know who's in the right, who's in the wrong. I didn't like Steve Perry's last, like, solo effort. It sucked. Well, you got, like, I, I, like, there's something about getting picked when you're doing, like, karaoke and karaoke bars and, like, being seen on YouTube and getting, getting picked, like, for your dream job. That would definitely, like, humble you. I like Steve Perry. I'm a real big fan of his voice. I like Journey. Oh my God, is that karaoke Journey? <laughs> that was one one of my exes, not the not the crack whore always oh, used to do that when we were out and about oh my god is that karaoke journey <laughs> I I would not go do karaoke because I can't sing worth a shit just saying I, it's amazing to me that I sing as much as I do on this show something just takes over I know it's horrible I know it's horrible I was to sing something, I'd have to sing something something far more in my register. Can't even think of a good singer right now. Most singers are are too high for me. I'll sing you a typo negative song. That's what I'll do. I might be able I might be able to nail that. I've seen Heart Live and Heart was fucking amazing. And I even went like i even went and uh took a picture of nancy it was like i want my hair cut like this and i got my hair cut into uh like layers the way she did depressed mode oh come on i love depressed mode The the original leather daddies (laughs) I'm I'm a Depe- I'm a depeche mode fan. Like and I'm not a d I'm not it which I mean technically I miss being a Gen Xer by like just a couple of years. <laughs> Media winch when am I not trying to oh my god, that's too far
2: You live in sexual anarchy?
0: You're you're gonna get me. You're gonna get me uh, canceled by the woke moralists. Up
5: yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who.
0: <laughs> oh goddamn! We got news to talk about. We got news to talk about. See, Warlord's like, we need to get back to the news. You got a juicy Rudy Giuliani story up on the screen, and you're not talking about it. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Oh, I'm sorry warlord that's so that's so far down the list. Uh so we are here at Giuliani. We got a lot of video to talk about. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about Pat Benatar. I've even I've even got Pat Benatar on the list. Going to talk about Pat Benatar, Biden on climate, pot bill. The Democrats have unveiled the pot bill. We're going to talk about Richard. We're going to, before we get to the Nazi shit, we're going to talk about Richard Petty. Uh, and I, I misspelled protect. Uh, we're going to talk about NASCAR street racing in Chicago. Uh, Chicago police shot a 13 year old Nazi now. <laughs> like, fuck. I better not say that. Like, oh, that might be terms of service. We got a four-year-old shooting at a cop. And I got video that, Warlord. I got video of a four-year-old shooting at a cop. Got a Sullivan County deputy arrested for propositioning a, a child for sex. And then, then we get to a proposed logo for school resembles a Nazi symbol. It's all the way down here. Almost, it's almost down to Kitty running Which is the the animal video. All the way down. You gotta wait all the way to the end. For the Nazi symbol. But also like it's late. I'm getting tired. I'm still adjusting to the fact that like. Even though the troll patrol comes on at the same time. I'm in a different time zone. It's later for me now. Than what it would have been for me a few weeks ago. So like I'm already like, like. I'm getting drained. Not at my best. So I, I probably do need to get through the news. But also I owe you guys content because I wasn't on last night because I was out there chasing that smoky rainbow. I like yeah, we we know he's still here. He's safe, he's not hurt, but like we ain't got him yet. But hopefully, hopefully, hopefully I will be showing Smokey to you on this very camera and hitting this graphic. Yeah. He is out catting. Well, see, well, there's always been a debate of whether he was fixed or not. I was told he was fixed, but he got balls on him. And, like, we're out in the boondocks, out in the middle of nowhere. So like, just the issue is like a fucking wild animal getting him, a coyote getting him, or something. Apparently, there's a uh, a junkyard about a half a mile. So that would that would make total fucking sense. I'm not a I'm not above going down to a junkyard where there's probably junkyard cats. Smokey might fuck up a coyote, but more than likely, Smokey just run. He's really he's fucking fast. Unlike okay, so Socks got out the other day. Like we like big yard, we let him out, but apparently, like we can't trust my cats to go outside. My cats don't know how to behave themselves, so we got to keep my cats corralled. But Socks goes outside and goes missing i go and like this is smoky's already missing at this time so i got two fucking missing cats so i go like i decide i'm gonna walk the fucking property and it's like a fucking like it's way half, half a mile down the road like i walk down i'm seeing turkeys and shit running around deer i saw deer but no no Smokey, no socks but apparently Socks came back, like I, you like he heard me yelling for him, and he came back from wherever the fuck he was. He'd been outside for about 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and like he was having a heat stroke, like his tongue was hanging out, he was breathing heavy, Cicero, good evening, and so he like he Sassy, good evening. Oh, or good evening again. You've been here multiple times this evening. But like he's, he like Socks is acting like the, I mean, it was fucking 90 something fucking degrees and shit, but he's acting like fucking 10, 15 minutes outside killed him. And here it is like almost a week later of Smokey being outside. He's fine and dandy. But then again, Smokey been training. Smokey been running the triathlon in my apartment. He's been like fucking climbing on the screened-in back patio. He he kept in shape. He's not... Socks is fucking fat. Socks probably doesn't need to eat anymore. I just cut him off from food, period. He could live on his fat... What did you fucking clip of me this time? What'd you get me saying? See now, about a thirteen-year-old Nazi now. Got a thirteen-year-old Nazi now. Got <laughs> a thirteen-year-old Nazi now. <laughs> you thirteen-year-old, you be Nazi now. We saw Smokey yesterday, Sassy. That's why I wasn't on last night. I was trying. I was trying to catch him, but we did not see him again. I, pro- I probably do need to put socks on the treadmill. So well, yeah, at least we at least we've seen him. I, like I-, I keep going out. I keep I keep looking out the window. I want want my baby, but you guys know how much I love that fucking cat. You've seen him noozle me so many fucking times. Ah, but fuck. Speaking of somebody you wouldn't want to noozle, Rudy Giuliani. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Rudy Giuliani was just ordered to testify in Trump's mob boss probe. Rudy Giuliani now has to testify for the probe into whether Foreign President Donald Trump and his allies may have engaged in racketeering during the election. Giuliani has been ordered to testify before a special grand jury investigating Foreign President Donald Trump and his allies in Georgia. The order came down uh, from a New York judge after Giuliani failed to appear at a... Uh, At a July 13th hearing that would have provided him with an opportunity to challenge the subpoena, according to court filings released Wednesday, Giuliani worked as Trump's personal attorney and played a high-profile role in attempting to flip the 2020 election in Trump's favor while spreading baseless rumors of voter fraud. The order represents the latest escalation in the aggressive criminal investigation into the actions of Trump and his inner circle to change the results of the last presidential election in Georgia, a state Trump lost in a nail-biter by fewer than 12,000 votes. Oh my God, RV, that's a brilliant idea. Tie the fat cat to the Smokey. They love each other, but they've been acting like they don't even fucking know each other since we since we got here. Meanwhile, Representative Chip Roy, who, goddamn he is famous for several things. He said several dumb things, but I can't, I can't off the top of my head remember what, what they are. Jamie Raskin took Chip Roy to task. Let's first find out what, what, what Chip Roy said. Raskin went off on Republicans for their insurrectionist view of the Second Amendment during Wednesday's House Judiciary Committee hearing on a bill that would ban assault weapons. The proposed legislation, introduced in March of 2021, would ban the sale, manufacturing, and importation of certain automatic weapons in addition to high-capacity ammunition magazines, which allow guns to send quickly off 10 rounds of ammunition. The proposed bill was resurfaced weeks after a series of deadly mass shootings. As you know, I'm sure if I go look, there's been a mass shooting today because it's just another day. Mass shooting USA. Oh, Battle Opossum, we just got to the news. They got me off topic and talking about food
6: earlier. Who's an able-bodied yield? person? I'm not going to yield, but I'm coming to you right now. My friend from from Texas, Mr. Roy... Advances the so-called insurrectionist view of the Second Amendment, that the Second Amendment's purpose is to give the people the right to overthrow or fight our government or fight the police or threaten armed resistance if the government is somehow being unfair. This reading is totally, I had mozzarella sticks. Absolutely absurd and flies in the face of the plain text of the Constitution, which in at least five different places clearly forbids armed violent resistance to the government. The Republican Guarantee Clause in Article 4, Section 4 provides that the United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion and on application of the legislature or the executive against domestic violence. This was put in the Constitution specifically in response to Shays' rebellion and armed resistance to the government of the United States, which the founders strongly opposed. Here's another provision the gentleman from Texas should consider before cavalierly suggesting in public that citizens somehow have a constitutional right to use arms against our government and our police. Article 3, Section 3, Clause 1 states, In the only constitutional passage that defines a crime, treason against the United States shall consist only in levying war against them or in adhering to their enemies giving them aid and comfort, Armed insurrection and violence against the United States is plainly making. Drake, I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna disagree with you on that, especially because like those were. And I
6: could cite all of the other ones, and what do they have against this? They,
0: they weren't fresh by the time they got to me.
6: I mean, it was like
0: nobody's fault. The
6: Constitution, precisely because he thought it gave too much power to the federal government and didn't endow the. They were just kind of hard. A right of violent resistance against the government of the United States. That's not constitutional law. That's a constitutional joke. I yield back to you, Mr. Chairman. Gentlemen, yield. Gentlemen. Raskin went to town. Damn, got applause.
0: You don't see applause on the House floor that often. Oh, no, they might not be on the floor. They might have been in committee. Yeah, it was just judiciary committee. There you have it. Jamie Raskin. Hell yeah. I've seen worse performances from Raskin that was pretty good speaking of assault weapons I and I've grappled with showing this like I'm a news show I show I show fucked up videos I think we all agree and we all we all can't we all come for that kind of content show fucked up videos but on the other hand, I don't want to glorify a school shooter. I am 100% against school shooters. Matter of fact, regularly on this show, I advocate for a much better path. Remember kids, pick up drugs, not schools. More fun for everybody. But I feel bad, like it's, it's somewhat exhibitionist to show this kind of thing. And then one day, I, I reserve the right to change my mind of whether I will include these kinds of videos as content going forward. But then again, we also all come to watch the fucked up videos, right? Yeah. Killing video shows Nicholas Cruz sitting with Parkland student at McDonald's minutes after he shot his sister. It fucked up indeed. On day four of Cruz's sentencing trial, jurors were shown footage of the gunman in the aftermath of the mass shooting in Parkland on the 14th of February.
1: Is that you walking in? Yes.
0: I don't have many shooter people watching. But I mean, like, like, I would, I would venture to guess that like more people are armed than you would, you would think because like, when you come as far left as we are, you get your guns back, right? Like, if we, we've got honest to God communists over here and anarchists and like, they're totally going to advocate to be armed. I'm not a I'm not against guns. I'm against the commercial sell and manufacture of guns. I think if you want a gun, you should make your own. Kill in the stock that is in existence cuz goddamn as if there aren't plenty of them. What do you mean, huh, R.B.? You got to You got especially when I'm like as high as I am right now, you got to let me know what you're what you are questioning that you need more uh uh context on or more elaboration uh-huh. I'm 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 not anti gun and I think you can I think you can uh outlaw the commercial sale and manufacture of guns that fix a lot of our issues and that doesn't that doesn't require a constitutional amendment it doesn't require changing the second amendment uh well here's the thing is like uh, studies have shown that being armed actually makes you a bigger asshole like just having like a, a, a gun in your car makes you something like 30% more likely to to drive more radically or to speed and shit it's crazy I like I'm I'm interested in the 3D printer battle Opossum's been uh, dabbling with the small one I believe Nothing nothing that can print out a gun. After murdering 17 innocent students, I should have hit the I should have hit the content warning for this, I'm sorry. After murdering 17 innocent students and staff and wounding dozens more, Cruz fled the school grounds by hiding in plain sight among the terrified students. He then casually walked to a nearby subway for a drink and then on to a McDonald's where unbeknown uh, to both at the time, he sat uh, directly opposite of the brother of one of the innocent students he had just shot. Surveillance footage from inside the McDonald's captured the encounter between Cruz and John Wilford, Inside the fast damn wow Inside the fast food joint around 30 minutes after the mass shooting in the video played in court on Thursday Mr. Wilford is seen entering the restaurant and sitting in a booth on his own minutes later Cruz calmly strolls inside and sits in the same booth directly opposite Mr. Wilford despite there being several empty booths and tables all around them After a few moments, the two appeared to exchange words. Mr. Wilford testified in court that he had no idea at the time that the man sitting with him was the person responsible for carrying out the horrific mass shooting that left 17 dead. Mr. Wilford was in ninth grade in the school at the time. His sister, Madeline, uh, Madeline Wilford, was also a student at the school. He told the court how he sat in class that afternoon when the fire alarm went off. At first, he thought it was simply a typical fire drill, and he and his classmates evacuated the school. Then he said police arrived and told him his fellow students to leave the area. Mr. Wilford testified that he walked away from the school with a friend and desperately tried to call his mother and sister. He managed to get in touch with his mother, and they arranged to meet at McDonald's. They arrived at the McDonald's. He sat down in the booth to wait for his mother to arrive and to pick pick him up in the car. Then Nick Cruz came and sat down right next to me. Mr. Wilford said he had never met Cruz before and didn't think too much about him sitting there at the time as he was too busy worrying about his sister. I didn't think much of it as I was panicked. Mr. Wilford said he assumed Cruz was also a student at the school because he was wearing a Douglas J-O-R-O-T-C shirt. He said he started speaking to Cruz about what had happened, saying this is chaotic. Asking him, what do you think this could be? Cruz didn't really say much. Just sat with his head down. Fucking wow. Dude, I'm sorry you had to experience that. That's fucking crazy. He told Cruz no, testifying that he was worried about his sister and just wanted to get home. What? Cruz asked him for a ride. He told Cruz no, testifying that he was worried about his sister and just wanted to get home. He was pretty insistent on it. Wasn't really thinking much of it. I just wanted to get home. And my sister wasn't answering her phone footage also captured this moment, showing Cruz getting up and following Mr. Wilford out of the restaurant. Surveillance cameras outside picked up the two, appearing to speak to each other before Mr. Wilford walked away. He told the court that he got in the car with his mother as they drove away. He later spotted Cruz again walking along a nearby road. During the time, Mr. Wilford's sister was in grave condition after Cruz had shot her four times with his AR-15. Madeline, who who was 17 at the time of the attack, Testified in court on Wednesday. Oh, she survived. Oh, fucking awesome. Testified in court on Wednesday. Uh, She was shot four times in my right arm, in my right lung, some of my rib on my right side, and I had surgery on my right side, my abdomen. On Thursday, the court was also shown surveillance footage from inside the subway. Killing footage, Cruz is seen calmly strolling into the subway restaurant approaching the counter to buy a drink just 25 minutes after he stopped shooting. Fucking wow. They're buying a cherry and blue ice drink. He casually walks out of the restaurant, again drinking it. Word word testimony from Carlos uh, Rugel's, manager of the subway store, who recalled serving crews that day, some of the families of the victims were seen shaking their heads and wiping their eyes as they watched the calm demeanor of the man who moments earlier had murdered their loved one. You know what could help with our, our gun violence problem? If if Pat Benatar would stop singing Hit Me With Your Best Shot. Deference to the victims the families of these mass shootings. We're not singing it, the singer said. You know, like, I'm mocking her, but, like, also, like... I don't think your song is in poor taste, ma'am. I don't. I don't think this song is anything. <laughs> Singers don't need. I, I, if it's a form of protest, like, cool, yeah, sure. I don't know. I fucking censoring art is weird. What we need is is sensible gun legislation. Pat Benatar has refused to perform her 1980 song "Hit Me with Your Best Shot" in the wake of gun violence in the U.S. The 69-year-old singer, Noyce. currently on tour, performing many of her classics, including "Love Is a Battlefield" and "We Belong." Both are bangers. Both are bangers. "Hit Me, Hit Me with Your Best Shot" is probably the weakest of her big hits. In an interview with USA Today, Benatar opened up about her refusal to play one of her biggest hits, choosing instead to stand in deference to those affected by the recent mass shootings. This year alone, the country has been devastated by an increasing number of mass shootings. Uvalde, Texas, Buffalo, New York, and Highland Park, Illinois. We're not doing it, hit me with your best shot, and uh, we're not doing, uh, doing hit me with your best shot. Fans are having a heart attack, Benatar explained, and I'm like, I'm sorry, Deference to the victims of the families of these mass shootings. I'm not singing it. I tell them, if you want to hear the song, go home and listen to it. Continued the titles, tongue-in-cheek, but you have to draw the line. I can't say those words out loud with a smile on my face. I just can't. I'm not going on stage and soapbox. I got. I go to my legislatures. That's my small contribution to protesting. I'm not going to sing it. Tough. Cool. Yeah, RB, yeah. Here's a cheery story for you. Something a little more on the light side. Half of Americans expect a civil war in the next few years. A study released on Wednesday found that about half of all Americans expect a civil war to occur in the next few years. Researchers from the University of California, Davis, Violence Prevention Research Program, the California Violence Research Center, reported that 50.1%, a slight majority... They are at least somewhat agree that a civil war will happen soon. While 47.8% disagreed, about 14% said they strongly or very strongly agree that a civil war is imminent, while 36% say they somewhat agree. Results come as the House Select Committee investigating the January 6, 2021 insurrection holds its final hearings the summer of 2021. They may have a pop-up hearing. Maybe like one of those burger bar kind of deals you get in a hipster neighborhood. It's gonna be a pop-up pop-up January sixth hearing. Oh, just so just so you guys know, Biden has COVID. That was the next story on my list, but we did it before the January sixth hearing. But just so you know. Here's
4: the highly transmissible Omicron subvariant BA five has reached the president. News spread fast around the world today that
0: President Biden has COVID, so we are now on... Biden dies of COVID, watch! So this motherfucker was out here spreading COVID probably yesterday when he was giving this speech where... President Biden is... Useless! He was giving a useless speech! where he thought about making a emergency declaration about the climate when you guys know you... I showed these these two charts yesterday or day before yesterday and everyone flipped out so that is uh, the heat wave of 1976 it is compared to the aggregate data of of... Uh, temperatures between 1951 and 1980 so large sample size this is this is an anomaly year compared to the average of that what 29 year period this is what the june 1976 heat wave looks like this is what june of 2022 looks like And this is the meme I made. Yeah, so I'm a little upset that Biden is not declaring a climate emergency. Seems like that's kind of the thing to do, Uh, especially when something like 2,000 people Died in just the last few days in, uh, in Europe.
3: Sounding the alarm on climate change now. and in- Oh, oh,
0: oh, Flash, you are correct. Did I save that? Fucking Matt Walsh. And he's not, the, so that's not the first time I've heard that. Here on this very show... Jake Jacobs said the same stupid ass goddamn thing, and I laughed my ass off at him. He wasn't, he wasn't actually on the show. He was just in the comments section, and he said, oh, they used to scream about the ozone, the whole the ozone, you don't hear about it anymore, and I'm like, yeah, stupid, that's because we did something about it. Oh, OFCs, is that the thing that they banned? It was in the, uh, it was in hairspray. and It was in air conditioners and shit. Uh, it was on its way to healing itself. And now we've got some other shit we're spraying in the atmosphere that is like halted its healing. And now, and I believe we've, we've, we've got another one that has been spotted over the tropics. I believe it's OFCs. I don't remember what that stands for. CFCs! That's what it was. I. OFCs. What the fuck is an OFC? You guys know me and my memory. CFCs. Chlorofluorocarbons. They are used in the manufacture of aerosol sprays, blowing agents for foams and packing materials, sor- solvents, and refrigerants. Chlorofluorocarbons CL- (CFCs).
3: Calling new measures to deal with what he calls an existential threat. As president, I have a responsibility to act with urgency and resolve
7: when our nation faces clear and present danger.
3: ABC's M. Wynn joining now live from Washington with more on this. So, M. Yesterday, President Biden announced some new executive actions and proposals to actually combat climate change uh, during his speech. So, what kind of real world impact could this possibly make?
8: Right, Kira. So President Biden announced $2.3 billion for a FEMA program to make infrastructure more resilient to climate. That's for nationwide. He also like
0: wants to more funding and
8: guidance for programs to help low-income families when it comes to mitigating costs with things like heating bills or equipment or air conditioning. And he also proposed an offshore wind power area in the Gulf of Mexico. And on top of that, wants to launch new partnerships with states to expand clean energy development. And this with states like Florida,
0: and- far too little. Just gonna be handouts to fucking business anyway. It's 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 goddamn nothing. Uh, here is from that speech yesterday, where he suggested he has cancer, which is really weird. He doesn't have cancer. He's got COVID. He doesn't have cancer. He's got COVID.
7: That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer.
0: So there there you go. Maybe, maybe we're on uh, Biden dies of cancer Biden watch. Biden dies of COVID watch. Do I need to make another one with a little... What does cancer look like? Is there a little ball of cancer I can have represent? Do the same graphic over Biden dies of cancer watch. Fuck Steve Bannon. We're not that lucky. We're not that lucky. Trump, it looks like a Good one, Drake and
3: Georgia. All right, so many climate advocates, also democratic lawmakers are trying to urge Biden, Biden to declare a national emergency saying that his sweeping measures basically fall short of what they're calling You're not
0: really sweeping measures
3: going to address this and what more do you think he can do on his own? Yeah, so the
8: president said that he would decide very soon when it comes to declaring a possible national emergency. We also heard from the White House, who said the option is still on the table, signaling that we are closer to a declaration than we were.
0: none of an emergency now. Remember, a
8: declaration of national emergency could unleash sweeping powers for a president. In this case, it could allow President Biden to uh, try to... Sweeping
0: powers.
8: Uh, greenhouse gas emissions this could mean expediting uh, manufacturing when it comes to electric vehicles this also could mean ending offshore drilling but overall when it comes to something to this magnitude a declaration of national emergency on climate uh, this could bring uh, very
0: we need yesterday the nationalization of the the energy sector the entire energy said we gotta fucking take it all the fuck over all of it it's all gonna be nationalized ain't nobody gonna, you, you can't make a profit off your fucking coal and your oil your natural gas none of that fucking shit it's all gotta be nationalized I'm not a commie but there's certain segments of the the economy that cannot be ran for profit they just fucking can't.
8: Harsh a political pushback. So certainly, the White House seems to be taking their time to carefully consider
3: what. Burby was next. using monkey for so it looks like his new executive actions appear to signal no movement really on climate uh, in Congress. So does he even have a plan here to rally more support?
8: Yeah, so right now it seems like uh, the administration has said we can expect more executive actions moving forward. But the thing is, even with these executive actions... They
0: control the troops, Flash. ...without
8: congressional support. And so right now the first step he's taking is doing this speech and making sure the American people know where he stands on the issue of climate. In that speech he blamed Republicans. He didn't mention any uh, Democrats who may have already spoken out to say they opposed uh, climate policy if it comes to... To uh, inflation making sure that inflation uh, stays low um, and so certainly the president will be trying to figure out what to do next but likely not much movement in Congress if it comes to not getting enough
3: support within his own party as well as Republicans Kira all right M. Wynn. thanks so much M. hi everyone George Stephanopoulos here thank
0: I spelled it out for you I, st- I still had it up where I looked it up earlier Ooh, ooh, RB, funny you should mention weed. Let's talk about weed, indeed. Senate Democrats unveiled their long awaited marijuana legalization bill. And
3: now to the growing acceptance of legalized marijuana across the country, nearly half of Americans now have access to legally purchased marijuana in their home states. Oh so
0: yes, dude, smoke them if you got, it's got them. ...calling for it to be legalized
3: nationwide by next year. Some states and communities are hoping that pot, once considered a gateway drug, could now become a gateway for economic and racial justice. Here's ABC's Alex Perche.
2: This is Linda Green's bread and butter, Anacostia Organics. It's an idea born over dinner.
3: With some close girlfriends one night uh, someone mentioned that dc had legalized cannabis and we all looked at each other because we're all in the same age group and products of the 60s and said we should go in that business <laughs> well
2: linda a longtime community organizer in the nation's capital saw an Seems opportunity bougie to be a marijuana dispensary in one of the city's chronically poverty-stricken areas
3: this is not a stoner industry it's been misconceived it's, it's not a stoner industry. It's a industry of healing.
2: Linda is one of more than 320,000 Americans who work in the cannabis industry. Recreational use of pot mean,
3: well,
0: Don't disparage us in
2: stoners. Sales in 2020 reached more than $17.5 billion, an incredible boom for an Ain't industry... nothing
0: wrong with us.
2: And all of this, despite the but federal... Yes,
0: it's also healing. The, bill passed.
2: the U.S. House recently passed one of a handful of bills currently working its way through Congress that would strengthen the industry. The SAFE Act would make it easier for cannabis companies to do business in states where sales are legal. It's time for change. I believe the time has come to end the federal prohibition on marijuana in this country, Senate Majority Leader hey,
0: Chuck Schumer four twenty
2: said the time is for on legalization. Not only to end the federal prohibition on marijuana, but Wait, to ensure Kendrick? restorative justice, protect public health and implement responsible taxes and regulations. But is the Biden White House ready for it?
9: At the federal level, he supports decriminalizing marijuana use and automatically expunging any prior criminal records. He also supports legalizing medicinal marijuana. So
0: You, You support decriminalizing. Well, he has the power to do it. That's not far enough, but he has the fucking power to do it. Senate Democrats on Thursday. Oh yeah, fucking ABC makes the fucking video go with you. I fucking don't like ABC. I shouldn't have used ABC. Allow me to go find something that's not fucking ABC because that wasn't that wasn't a video on what in the fuck is going on over here. Go to Politico. They're always good. I oh, don't know. I got some kind of weird search engine thing fucking up. Every time I go to search something. humor's legal weed bill is finally here. The long-awaited cannabis legislation was introduced on Thursday, but faces an uphill battle to passage. Senate leaders are introducing sweeping legislation Thursday meant to lift federal prohibitions on marijuana more than 50 years after Congress made the drug illegal. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer's Cannabis Administration and Opportunity Act would decriminalize weed on the federal level and allow states to set their own marijuana laws without fear of punishment from Washington. Somehow, I feel like the even though that's the exact rationale they used to... uh Shoot down Roe v. Wade. I feel like somehow Republicans will challenge marijuana laws, and the, and the Supreme Court will find some stupid-ass backwards justification. Decide with the Republican prudes legislation includes both Democratic and Republican priorities that expunges federal cannabis-related records. It creates funding for law enforcement departments to fight illegal cannabis cultivation. It also establishes grant programs for small business owners entering the industry who are from communities disproportionately hurt by past drug laws, requires the Department of Transportation to research and develop a nationwide standard for marijuana-impaired driving, and restricts the marketing of cannabis to minors has been the highest-ranking champion of marijuana legislation in Washington, labeling it a top priority over the last two years. It was one of the issues he said Democrats would tackle if they took back the Senate in 2020. Remember, the House passed a bill to uh, codify same-sex marriage faces a very uphill battle in the Senate. However, uh, Senator Marco Rubio says he wouldn't vote to codify same-sex marriage into law. But he knows plenty of gay people in Florida that are pissed off about gas prices. Republican Senator Marco Rubio of Florida told Insider on Wednesday that he would not vote to codify same-sex marriage at the federal level, calling it a non-issue. I don't know why we're doing that, Bill. There is no threat to its status in America, he told Punch I asked Ted Cruz about that. He told Punch Bowl news reporter Christian Hall when asked about the Respect for Marriage Act. But I know plenty of gay people in Florida that are pissed off about gas prices. The bipartisan bill, which passed the House on Tuesday, with 47 Republicans joining every Democrat in favor, would write protections for both same-sex and interracial marriage into law. Six Republicans from Florida voted for the bill, including Representatives Kat Kamek, Mario Diaz-Balart, Carlos Jimenez, Brian Mast, Maria Avara-Salazar, and Mike Waltz. Asked whether he supported same-sex marriage. Generally, Rubio punted again. States decide marriage laws they always have. It's why you can get married in Las Vegas by an Elvis impersonator in two hours. Are you telling me that if an Elvis impersonator doesn't have the... What is the proper credentials or order? like, I'm an ordained minister. I, I, I'd have to go and look and pay the $10 for the certificate, but like, I'm an ordained minister. I can marry people. But like, are you telling me if an Elvis in Kentucky or Florida, Florida, since it's Marco, are you telling me an Elvis with it's ordained in Florida, can't marry people? Well, I thought this was America, motherfucker. You got to go to Las Vegas for that. Rubio is up for re-election this year and is expected to face Democrat Val Demings in the state's U.S. Senate race. As for clarification on Rubio's comments, his communications director, Dan Holler, pointed out that the Florida Republican has been consistent in his position on the issue. I don't think that the current constitution gives the federal government the power to regulate marriage. Rubio said on Meet the Press uh, in December of 2015. Well, little Marco, since you bring up, you know, gay people. Would I dress as Elvis and marry people? I'm not that big of an Elvis fan. Like, I can't do an Elvis impression. But if someone asked me to... And really wanted me specifically dressed as El- like if a friend of my if sa- sassy if you hit things off with the date you had tonight and let's say it's a it's a court it's a long courtship two years down the road you guys decide you want to get married and you you say Justin freaking I want you dressed as Elvis to marry me and. Johnny. I'd be like, I can't say no to you. If that is that, if that is what your heart desires, if that is, if that would make you fucking happy, there is uh, absolutely no way I can say no to it. I would do it. However, I would be like, I don't, I'm not able to do. Let me bear your teddy bear. See, that's a fucking horrible horror. I think I even said titty bear. I didn't say teddy bear. I said titty bear, but he. <laughs> but like i have a horrible, horrible impression. I'm going to warn you. I can't. I can't do the character properly. But if it would make you happy, absolutely, absolutely. I don't know who Bo Bice is, but sure. Like once again, the same thing, mini Winch. If that would make you happy. If that is on the table, that is something that would, that would, like, that is, that is, from the bottom of my heart, what I want for my wedding is Justin Freegan, dressed as Elvis, doing a bad Elvis, and, like, you can be like, hey, learn as many songs as you can and do them badly, and I'll be like, if that's what you want, everybody's rocking to the Jailhouse Rocks, that's us rock Oh go go burn love And I'll 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 be there and I'll be so fucking jealous <laughs> Oh so nice is an American Idol But yeah, I didn't watch The American Idol I owned Kelly Clarkson's first CD because I really liked that uh, uh, there, was, there was multiple songs I liked I really liked that Just Missed the Train song I'm weird I've got a weird musical taste I'm all over the fucking place oh shit we were moving on we're done with Lil Marco oh yeah 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 that's right that's, a, that's right perfect setup and I got really off topic there little marco says he knows uh gay people that are concerned about gas prices so i think that's a perfect segue to transportation secretary and gay person pete Buttigieg
5: <laughs> talking about gas prices
0: for example if, if the
5: president declares a a climate emergency executive order we are going to stop oil and gas drilling in the outer continental shelf. We're going to do
0: make me a mixtape, please.
5: Limit production of hydrocarbons at this time, with the idea that by 2030, everyone else is going to be along with us, and that it will somehow. You think we're going to that we're going to be able to change the weather between or the climate between now and 2030? With what China well, we've changed the going. climate
10: between twenty. We've changed the climate between twenty ten and now, and not in a good way. Uh, so yes, we can and must act to make sure that we reverse the worst effects of climate change. Look, some of it's upon us right now. There, this is not a question about whether it's going to happen but or whether the, it's not going to happen. Going to keep it's a question 20,
5: of they're going to keep rising It's a question of how no many lives
10: and, and how many livelihoods are going to be destroyed by allowing the worst effects of climate change to happen. Well, right now, people are going to You know, I've never known the United the
5: States. Heat.
0: I've never known the United States
5: for something that may or may not happen by 2030.
0: No, no, it is definitely going to to happen, sir. Extreme weather. We're not going to cut emissions until 2030.
5: In the meantime, they need energy to cool their homes and to heat their homes in the meantime right and
10: and as you as you know blink, I mean, blink, blink indeed. I've noticed some uh, naysayers in in the US speaking as if the only power sources that are exist uh, that exist are solar wind and hydrocarbon obviously in, in, in Europe they they have a mix that uh, uh, relies partly on nuclear uh, we have more options that are being developed in the US as well as I think you did We've changed the climate between 2010 and now, and not in a good way. Uh, so yes, we can and must act to make sure that we reverse the worst effects of climate change. Look, some of it's upon us right now. There, this is not a question about whether it's going to happen but or there, whether it's not going to happen. Keep rising it's a question,
5: 20, of, keep rising it's a question of how no many lives
10: and, and how many livelihoods are going to be destroyed by allowing the worst effects of climate change to happen. Well, right and now, people you know are gonna I've never known the United the States. Heat. They're I've never known and the United from States the heat
5: to, for something that may or may not happen by 2030.
10: I, they're dying from the heat because of a climate-related extreme weather. But we're event. not going to cut uh, emissions until you know,
5: 2030. In the meantime, they need energy to cool their homes and to heat their homes in the meantime you really right.
0: need You're to cut emissions to now immediately some,
10: uh, naysayers in, in over
0: the fucking speaking, night the only power sources
10: that are exist uh, that exist are solar wind and hydrocarbon obviously in, in, in europe they they have a mix that uh, relies partly on new
0: and like part of this is like we we have to ramp down industry we have to like fucking the amount of energy that's like in Times Square is wasted on fucking these buildings that are useless for, for fucking advertising and shit I just we need to rethink our entire fucking society and we gotta do it fast Corporate news indeed, flash. It's so cringe.
10: Nuclear. Uh, we have more options that are being developed in the U.S. as well as being smarter and more efficient with the energy that we have.
0: They ain't poggers the like us over is here on the Twitch. Described
10: as the fifth fuel, uh, and in, in the transportation side of things, finding less carbon-intensive ways to, to move our vehicles. Obviously, the, the leading and, and most visible example of that's electric vehicles. It's why we're fighting to make EVs cheaper, and it's why we're getting he these is
0: poggers. But I've just
10: I've never known the United States to be a country that looks around the world and says what's the lowest common denominator let's do that or we don't have control over every piece of it so let's sit back uh...
0: tones don't get me started we should have been building societies that were efficient a long time ago and like i don't know maybe we should have listened to jimmy carter he said everything uh he, he called it all when he was in office, that we need to tighten our belts, that we need to uh, cut our dependence on foreign oil, and reduce, reduce, reduce our energy consumption. But no, 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 no! They won't come into the eighties. They wanna, they wanna snort coke and party. That's what my parents' generation. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. I'm sorry, RB. Boomers. Okay, Boomer. Richard Petty wants to make sure that NASCAR doesn't face uh, any kind of regulation from the EPA. (laughs) The King is holding court about auto emissions and racing to the defense of his industry in the face of environmental regulation. The King, of course, is Richard Petty, the iconic driver of stock cars who lives in Randolph County. The issue is a concern by officials that the Environmental Protection Agency will crack down on items that are used to transform a street-type Mustang or Camaro into the supercharged race cars you watch on NASCAR tracks each weekend. I, NASCAR is highly inefficient. I got nothing wrong with car racing, but holy shit. You guys take like fucking three backup cars to the racetrack. You guys are so inefficient. Petty, who won seven championships and twice as many races as anyone else in his Dodges and Plymouths, is becoming a lobbyist of sorts to support a bill called the Recognizing the Protection of Motorsports Act. Or cleverly, the RPM Act for short is being pushed by Representative Patrick McHenry and Republican Senator Richard Burr. Petty's involvement, first reported by Fox Auto News, is because the EPA's Clean Air Act does not exempt NASCAR from the emissions rules for street vehicles, although there has been an allowance for devices that could affect that. The EPA recently has started to crack down on those who make such parts because they have found their way into street vehicles. One company in Colorado was fined for selling unsanctioned equipment, Fox Auto News reported. Oh, fucking Orby. We didn't start the fire; it was always burning since the world's been turning. We didn't start the fire. I uh, I've been to like seven NASCAR races. Uh, I haven't watched NASCAR in a very long time, but I think it's very, like, they're doing some things to spice up the sport, which, like, interests me, like, fucking, like, I don't know, I might, like, I might go to Bristol and watch them on the dirt at Bristol, that's fucking cool, I've been to Bristol three times, but I've never been with dirt, the cars racing on dirt, but now, now they're set to hit the streets of Chicago. In a downtown race, NASCAR will celebrate its 75th season with an unprecedented street race through downtown Chicago and yet another radical change to the once-stayed schedule.
7: NASCAR making a big announcement today in Chicago. The Cup Series are going to race in the streets first time ever next summer. Just like the race at the L.A. Coliseum or even the dirt race right here in Bristol, it's another step in the evolution of the sport. News 5's Heather Williams has been talking to drivers about today's announcements, and she joins us now.
0: Yeah, I'm into it. Street racing has been
9: a part of motorsports for some time now, but this will be a first for NASCAR. And while most drivers are excited...
0: That that has been the problem with NASCAR. When they were at the height of their popularity, they built a bunch of fucking race tracks that are all exactly alike that have no personality. So the races all fucking got boring as shit. And they they were all fucking like 1.5 mile ovals because that's where you could pack the most fans. It was all it was all out of greed. That's cuz you could pack the most fans into the stadiums. That's what ruined the fucking sport. But now they're doing fucking radical shit like this, and like, that's interesting. I like, I might watch this. Bristol might be the smallest. I'm not exactly sure. It might be Martinsville. But Bristol, Bristol seems smallest.
9: Excited to try new things. Some are concerned about the level of racing stock cars will be able to produce on a city street.
1: Next year, we'll be celebrating our 75th year anniversary. In 75 years, our sport has never had a street course.
9: But trying new things has been the direction NASCAR has gone over the last few years. From the
0: dirt race here at Bristol to the Clash Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Look at Media Winch throwing out some knowledge like she's from the hollers of Tennessee. We're up here in the hills of, of North Carolina. How how does the lady from out on uh, on the coast know about the the roots of the the NASCAR stock racing? I would I would expect Sassy to know. Media winch is uh, on the opposite side of the country. I do think she has family, if I'm not mistaken. Ah uh, yes, yes, yes. Birmingham, Alabama, Birmingham is, uh, I've had a lot of fun times in Birmingham. I saw living color in Birmingham. And that was like one of the, like for the money, like it was like a $40 ticket or something like for the money. That was like the best show I've ever seen. Fuck. What an awesome concert. you speakeasy you know me you know me oh winch wants to show off uh what you he was a charger wasn't it
1: it? our sport has never had a street course
9: but trying new things has been the direction nascar has gone over the last few years challenger, challenger. the clash at the la coliseum Winding through the streets of Chicago next season will just be the latest experiment.
5: I think they've made good decisions. I mean, some new places we've gone. I think we've gone really
0: well. I think it was cool shit. You
5: know, I thought the Coliseum was a wild idea, and it it turned out I really enjoyed the Coliseum.
9: NASCAR ran a street race in Chicago on iRacing last year, and it was not some driver's greatest moment. What are your thoughts on on street racing in NASCAR?
1: I mean, the iRace was a complete disaster, but... I'm pretty sure our iRace at every track was pretty much a complete disaster. A complete disaster. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's um, that's really uh, a, 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 a direct correlation.
0: Yeah, that was cool, too. The
1: next-gen car um, will lend itself well
10: to the streets of Chicago, um, but we're certainly going to be working closely with teams, OEs, uh, and our drivers to make sure that it really puts... Oh, that's
0: the cool, good. Sassy. But
9: drivers are excited to try new things. Even if they're unsure about
0: the racing itself.
2: More more things, more diverse tracks on the
9: calendar, I don't think are a bad thing. So at least giving it a shot. Kyle Bush
0: is like, more shit that I can fucking win. I know that these guys
9: got a lot of work to
7: do and the city
0: <laughs> does
9: too to get it ready,
7: but it's exciting.
9: By the way, adding one race means subtracting another. Gone from the schedule in 2023, Road America.
0: What in the fuck was Road America? Was that what they renamed like uh, Sonoma or some shit? That road track? Man, I probably didn't do the, I probably didn't do these, uh, I probably didn't do these stories in the right order cause this ain't fun. Content warning, we got some heavy shit we gotta talk about. Going from racing in the streets of Chicago to violence in the streets of Chicago. Video of the Chicago Police Department shooting that paralyzed a 13-year-old boy has been released. The cop who fired shots did not have his camera on. I believe it's the security camera, security camera footage. ABC News or ABC 7 Chicago has obtained the frantic body camera video. Of the Chicago police shooting a 13-year-old boy from earlier this year on the city's west side. That 13-year-old boy is now paralyzed after the shooting on May 18th. We're not naming the officer or the boy because neither has been charged with a the crime. The, the, the cop should. The cop absolutely should.
7: before the shots are fired, and we're not naming the officer nor the 13-year-old boy because, uh, that boy who was shot, because neither has been charged with a crime. Video from the body camera of a Chicago police officer as he runs after a 13-year-old suspect believed to have been a passenger in a stolen car. The video is shaky, and in these critical moments, the officer must determine how to try to take
0: the suspect into custody safely. The chase and-, and it's so wild. It is so wild. The number of stories I've heard. I know this is just anecdotal, but the number of stories I've heard of people like, "Oh yeah, we used to go out and steal cars, fucking do joyride." Blah 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 blah. He didn't get shot in the street for it. It was a 13 year old. Ends when the officer fires at the boy.
5: This is an active young boy uh, who who is fighting to be able to walk again.
7: The shots critically injure the boy. The video shows the boy split seconds before the gunshots, appearing to raise his hands in the air. The officer's attorney, however, in a statement says the officer believed the boy was armed with a gun. Investigators, however, say they found no gun at the scene. Let's be clear. What the video shows is an- un- Pops
0: are useless. ...boy
5: running away from the police, puts his hands up, obeying what he heard from the officers, and without cause or provocation is shot.
7: In his statement, the officer's attorney writes, police officers are required to make split-second decisions, and the law not only understands that, but allows for it. Illinois law tells us that we are not supposed to look at these situations with 2020 hindsight, but rather, we should judge the actions of a law enforcement officer from the perspective of a reasonable officer. After the boy is shot... Shooting is an is unarmed 13-year-old is not
0: reasonable.
7: We have blurred the shot due to its graphic nature. Police tell us they were concerned about fire safety near the pumps at the gas station. The civilian officer... Take of
0: the toys away! ...is continuing away.
7: to investigate and has is issued no determination. But the family's attorney says it should be clear. The officer should be held accountable for his unjustified and unconstitutional actions. Yes. The officer involved also did not have his body camera on in the moments leading up to the shooting. The video you saw is from a different officer's camera. He has been relieved of his police powers as the investigation moves forward. Now, a spokesperson for the Chicago Police Department tells us he cannot comment at this point while the COPA investigation is continuing. Judy. Judy.
0: I tell you, I tell you what, it has come to, it has come to this, that now the fucking kids have got to be armed so that they can take on the cops. We have body camera footage of a four-year-old who shot at police at a McDonald's. Ah, this four-year-old is based. Probably lucky to be alive. Four-year-old shoots at two officers.
11: Open, open the door. Okay.
6: Got the door. We're gonna crack the window if you don't open the door. Open <laughs> the toddlers. Open
0: your phone. your phone. Well, la- ladies, gentlemen, and the non-binary, I, 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 I. I, I can you blame the kids for wanting to be armed and for wanting to take shots at the cops? You just saw the cops shoot an unarmed 13-year-old. Wait till you wait till you hear the next story. I believe this four-year-old was justified.
1: Open
11: the door. Open the door. Open, Open the door. Uh, come on out. Come on out. I got my. Step on. out, step out. Get out of the car. Down!
0: Wait, he ain't four years old.
9: Get your arm out!
0: Get your arm out! Get
6: your arm out, your arm out now! <laughs> Drop the
0: gun! <laughs> Wait, he's pointing a gun at a kid.
6: Yeah, kid. You alright
11: kid?
0: It's alright, come on, it's okay. It's okay, it's okay, come It's okay, come on, come on. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Was the kid strapped? Where did the kid get the? Open! Also, do I need to play this for Sparkles tomorrow? She, she'd she love this. She'd be like, oh, I love that kid. I'll adopt that kid. 12-minute video shows the moments leading up to the arrest of 27-year-old Sadat Johnson, as well as what took place after one of his children shot at police at the drive-thru. Unified Police Department initially responded to the McDonald's. McDonald's... <laughs> We've advertised McDonald's a lot on this uh, episode of the Troll Patrol. Uh, This is on February 21st, around 1.30 p.m. When employees reported that a man brandished a gun in the drive-thru after his order was incorrect. Well, fucking up his McBiscuit. Employees asked Johnson to pull to the front of the restaurant after reporting the incident to the police. Johnson had two children in the car at the time, a four-year-old and a three-year-old. Officers ordered Johnson to get out of the car several times, but He refused. As officers were trying to take Johnson into custody, an officer who turned around saw a gun pointing out the back window and screamed, Gun, moments before a shot rang out. The officer used his hand to sweep the gun away as the gun went off, hitting the upper part of the McDonald's building. The officer then yelled at the person inside the car to drop the gun, and after looking inside the car, realized it was a small child. Lucky that the kid didn't get fucking shot. Is it the whole video? <laughs> This is a different video. Get out of the car.
5: Get out of the car. Let me see your hands.
0: Open your window. Open the oh, door. Is this the same video Open we just door. watched?
1: Okay. Open the door. Real slow.
0: Okay. That's a different body camera, isn't it? Put down your phone. You're loving it.
6: With the right hand,
1: open the door. Open the door. Open your door. Come on out. Come on out. Hold on,
0: out. He's even—he's even sporting he's even their colors. He's wearing red and yellow.
11: Come
5: get your arm out. Get your arm out. Get your arm out now. Oh.
0: Drop the gun. Still not the body camera I would have liked to have seen, though. Really unfazed by the fact that, like, somebody was shooting. He, he didn't even look over. Fuck. Four-year-old told police that he picked up the gun because he wanted his daddy back. I mean, perfectly reasonable thing to do. The child also told police that Johnson said the police officer cannot open the door during the altercation. After being arrested, Johnson told police that he blacked out for thirty seconds after he and the McDonald's employee were arguing over his order. Johnson also denied brandishing the gun in front of the worker despite surveillance video showing him doing so. Johnson also told police that it wasn't the first time his four year old child has gotten his hands on a gun. Jesus Christ, don't let your kids get your hands on get their hands on guns. I mean, you probably need to be armed to fucking take on the police. ...because shit like this will happen. Former Sullivan County Sheriff's Office employee... ...the Sullivan County, Tennessee... ...accused of seeking sex with a young child.
9: A former Sullivan County Corrections officer... ...facing federal charges... ...accused of seeking sex with a very young child... John Allen Biggins, arrested by Homeland Security agents in Henderson, North Carolina, earlier this month. According to court documents, Biggins was using a site on the dark web to seek sexual activities with children, one as young as four years old. Investigators.
0: My God, see, you've got to be armed as a four-year-old to protect yourself from perverts like this to release the details of the
9: alleged plot to abuse the young child due to the very graphic and disturbing nature. Court documents show Biggins also admitted to abusing another child previously. A Sullivan County Sheriff's Department spokesperson says Biggins was fired immediately when they learned of the Homeland Security investigation.
0: That amazes me. I'm surprised. But, like, he was just a corrections officer. He wasn't an actual cop. If he was an actual cop, he'd be put on paid leave for at least a few years. They might even stand behind him, protect him, and shit. It's insane. Is Warlord still in here? Do we have a Warlord in here? Warlord, are you here? Let me. I I wanna. He is is offline on the Discord. It's like fucking four or five o'clock in the morning for Warlord. But finally got to the story that he was wanting to hear. A school in Georgia has a new proposed symbol. Whoa! How the fuck did that happen? Is there a Nazi story? Yes, there is a Nazi story next. Parents say proposed logo for Georgia elementary school resembles a Nazi symbol. What do you guys think? What does the what does the chat think? That's pretty Nazi.
9: Based. I want to see the logo not only taken away. I want a direct apology to our community, not just the Jewish community, but the entire community. There's nothing to reconsider here. This just needs to be replaced.
11: A number of parents say they want (laughs) to know why Cobb County school officials didn't see a problem with this school logo that was proposed for Eastside Elementary School.
4: The letters underneath the eagle is very similar.
11: Stacy Fraud, who is Jewish, and Rabbi Amanda Flax, both have children who attend Eastside Elementary. When the district sent parents the proposed logo Monday morning, many felt like it looked similar to this Nazi war eagle.
9: It was used by the Nazi party during World War II and is used now by other you know, neo-fascist and Nazi sympathizer groups.
11: The Cobb County School it District sure issued this statement that reads in part, the rollout of this logo has been halted and we are immediately reviewing needed changes. We understand and strongly agree that similarities to Nazi symbolism are unacceptable.
0: (laughs) I can't really get the makeup of the district just because, like, the first results are all like this fucking story.
11: (laughs) Although this design was based on the U.S. Army colonel Eagle Wings.
9: That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It's not a military school, it's a public school. It looks a lot more like this one than either of these to me. It just does.
11: The American Jewish Committee Atlanta region released this statement that says quote it is troubling that nobody in the Cobb County schools recognized why this logo would be problematic especially for a school located across the street from a synagogue the school should do more than review the logo it must be discarded I
0: want to I want to say it's like a uh, suburb of Atlanta so it probably it probably is pretty wealthy I want to see Wild. But hey, guys, uh, Christian nationalism is not a real thing. Here is a convicted felon. There's a um, new
12: phrase that I'm hearing a lot. Well, I shouldn't say lately in the sense of the last few weeks. It's something we've been hearing about now for some years. But it looks to be kind of gathering steam. It's gathering steam for two reasons. It's being debated... ...within uh, Christian circles, but it's also a kind of tag or bugaboo that's being erected
0: It's it's because uh, you're a Christian nationalist, you asshole. ...is
12: Christian nationalism. Christian nationalism. Now, the phrase in itself is interesting because it appears to wed together two things that are... ...in no way automatically connected. On the one hand, Christianity... I think we'd all have to agree that Christianity is not only an ancient but a universal uh, religion, and also Christianity is a
0: no, no, no. We don't, we don't uh, agree about that at all. But here's one of the things that's weird to me: is like they fundamentally don't go together. You're right, Dinesh. Like, you fucking Christians are told to be loving of immigrants, and like the the book specifically tells them how to how to treat people in their country, but, like, fucking Christians have never read the Bible. Hey,
12: uh, is something uh, that far predates the United States, in fact, it far predates even the rise of nationalism. Nationalism really as a phenomenon is modern, It started perhaps in the 18th century, maybe had its flowering in the 19th and early 20th century. Uh, nationalism is simply the idea that we are attached, we owe allegiance to a, to a nation. And, um, I do think that there is something...
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's relatively recent. There wasn't, you know, fucking Sparta! There was no nationalism in the ancient world at all. None. Motherfucking. Christians didn't like, you know, create an ethno state called Israel based on its nationalism that existed in the past.
12: thing that Christianity and nationalism both have in common, and that is that both, in a way, demand um, the ultimate sacrifice. By that I mean that people are willing to die for their country in the same way that they are willing to die. Uh, not always the same people, but are willing to die for their faith. So people have died for Christianity. They've died for Christ. And people have died for America. Uh, Now, that alone is kind of unusual, isn't it? Because people don't generally die for causes. I mean, would anyone die for the United Way? Has anyone ever died for the Democratic Party? (laughs) Uh, You know, by and large, people don't die for causes unless these causes are... Have some kind of um, ultimate or transcendent significance for them. So, in well, that does sense,
0: has anybody ever died for the Republican and Party? And nationalism, and yet nationalism
12: as an idea is secular uh... nationalism developed out of the idea uh... i mean typically what would happen is that kingdoms or communities would come together as a nation think for example of the reunification of italy uh, in the nineteenth century uh... think about countries like greece at the time of the iliad greece is a bunch of scattered communities and then it comes together and we basically get the nation of greece even india as a nation didn't really exist Uh, India was a series of kingdoms, Uh, and in fact, the northern kingdoms, very different than the southern kingdoms, the northern kingdoms were Muslim. They were ruled by Muslim invaders uh, who had come in from Afghanistan, had come in from Persia, had come in from the Middle East, Uh, and then southern India was ruled by Hindu kings. Really, in a weird way, it was British colonialism that imposed a kind of nationhood, or at least national identity, on the Indians. Now, I say all of this as a way of preface to an article I want to analyze a little bit. It's in Vice, uh, vice.com, and it's, it's a program well, a
0: Christian. Fucking t- when is it,
12: Dinesh, setting up for uh, some crazy in, twist uh, of Maryland logic? Heights, St. Louis, uh, and a pastor who has become more political. His name is
6: Ron Tucker. <laughs>
12: So the article is called "Christian Nationalism Drove These People Out of Their Churches." Vildrain.
0: Now, the simple truth Did I say is, that correctly? When you read the
12: article, you realize not many I'm people. Really high. Out of these churches, but evidently Vice has found all the seven people who left this church because evidently it's becoming too conservative. It's becoming too political, and the pastor, who was evidently was apparently not all that political Tough before, has decided to become promises. more active in politics. We'll so see we're going to.
0: Cancels who. Ness is really loud, isn't he? Like, I've got him turned down. I've got him turned down way lower than usually play video, and he's still fucking loud. We're going to read the article, or at
12: least parts of the article together, and I'm going to comment on certain things along the way. So, Pastor Ron Tucker took the stage one weekend in early July... And it talks about the fact that he quote railed about Antifa, Black Lives Matter, critical race theory, feminism, gun laws, and abortion. Yes, stupid I mean, bullshit. Honey, we need to find out who this guy is and maybe start checking him out online because he sounds awesome. And He sounds like a guy who's actually applying Christian principles and moral principles to current issues. Nothing of that is Christian you principles. To that sermon and you're like. Are you living in America? Are you dealing with the same issues? I'm
0: in a uh, communist think Christian group do you, do you flash, but I just am mainly there to argue with them. them. And,
12: and the answer is a kind of definite <laughs> silence. Like no, I, I agitate. I think about them. I'm still telling you about you know really why Cain and Abel got into a fight. I'm still telling you about what happened on the streets of you know of Jerusalem in the in the first century A.D. And we want to hear those things, but we also want their application. What does that have to do with the the life and the world and the issues we're facing today?
0: That's Uh, a nice polo. It's um, got the little horsey on it. So this guy, uh, Tucker, uh, uh, the the
12: pastor, his name is Ron Tucker. um, He is hardcore. He, He attacks woke ideology. This woke ideology is separating people into groups and taking our nation apart. It's being taught in our schools under the heading of critical race theory. The way you get promoted in a woke business is based on your degree of victimhood. And then my favorite line, I mean, would you trust someone to fly your plane just because they're part of a minority?
0: (laughs) All, all All you fuckers do is play victim. All you do is play victim.
5: Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who.
0: This is hilarious, though. Would you have someone fly a plane just because they're a minority? That's absurd. That's absurd. You're an idiot. Who, who is telling you to do that? And then my favorite line I mean, would you trust
12: someone to fly your plane just because they're part of a minority? <laughs> what he's getting at is affirmative
0: action. I mean, would you would you fly on United Airlines? That's not what affirmative action is at all, you straw manning asshole
12: of their motto was, we put diversity first. No, you wouldn't do it, and I wouldn't do it either. Now, apparently, Emily Lynch, age 33, whose family joined Grace Church when she was a kid, goes, it's honestly weird because it never used to be like that. I can remember the sermons growing up, and they never spoke about politics. It was a quote-unquote feel-good church. Now, look, I'm sure that, I'm not saying that this isn't true, but, uh, what I am saying is that America is different now. Uh America's more politicized. Political issues that previously didn't intrude on people's lives now do. And so the question is, is the pastor out of line for introducing moral and political concerns? Or is Emily out of it and not realizing that we don't live in the same world that you did, Emily, when you were five years old? And the fact that the pastor is now talking about these things really shows that he is plugged into society and you're not.
0: I would say that she just didn't realize the moral panic that was going on earlier. Okay, I'm still alive. I was like, did it start a new video? Apparently it did not. He's talking about like, you know, affecting people's lives when it didn't. No, 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 no. You guys are the ones affecting people's lives with your fucking fascism. Walgreens customers cry foul. After employee refuses to sell them condoms on religious grounds. I guess, I guess the Walgreens employee looked at them and goes, uh, Oh,
2: you live in sexual anarchy
0: pair of customers shopping at the chain pharmacy. Walgreens are crying foul after an employee cited their religious beliefs to justify not selling them condoms. NBC News reports that Wisconsin resident Nathan Pence earlier this month was left astonished when he learned that not only did a Walgreens employee refuse to sell him and his partner condoms on religious grounds, but that such actions were permitted by Walgreens. Holy shit. The spokesperson for Walgreens said that it was important for the company to have policies that both benefit customers while at the same time respecting workers' religious liberty. Holy, I can't believe that fucking that's Walgreens' policy. You're a drugstore. You're going to let a fucking employee not sell condoms? Stupid. Policies designed to ensure we meet the needs of our, our patients and customers while respecting the religious and moral beliefs of our team members. The instances are rare, however, when a team member has a moral or religious conviction about completing a transaction, they are required to refer the customer to another employee or manager on duty who will complete the transaction, which is what occurred in this instance. Even though Pence was able to eventually buy the condoms, he said that the clerk's behavior served to embarrass Yes! Some people are like <laughs> when I was a young teenager, like I used to I used to like fucking be embarrassed about buying condoms and shit. It, like I fucking like you, you try to like be as inconspicuous as you as you possibly can. I don't give a shit now. And again, like fucking I don't give a shit about anything now. Uh It is embarrassing. It is embarrassing. And you got to make a big fucking deal about it. Good on good on this person for calling out Walgreens and we do need to abolish corporate personhood agreed what we don't need to abolish is kitty videos because you know some of you might be new here Uh, we do a lot of hard-hitting news we try to do it in a funny way but we always end with a animal video of some sort it could be any animal it could be scaly it could be cuddly it could be big it could be small it could be small this one's small the video of a kitty running itty bitty kitty okay okay I, I'm still getting used to the time zone change. If you are watching on Twitch, we are going to head over to Echo Plex Media. It is uh, it is Thursday night. It is Satanic Panic, cults, and Scientology. Always a fun time. Uh, I might try to jo- drop in for some uh, fire by night here in a little bit. Always a favorite of mine. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freegan. We will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Oh, no no, 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 no. It's Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Friday Night Freak Show.